Welcome to another episode of Into Final Thoughts. Before we jump into it, I want to tell you to check out our official partner of this season of Into Final Space, Cartoon Crave. Cartoon Crave is an incredible network and news source for all things animation, including Final Space. To learn more, check them out on Instagram at cartooncrave underscore and at the Cartoon Crave on Twitter. Now, let's get into the episode. Right. Thank you for tuning in to another wonderful episode of Into Final Thoughts. Today we are on Final Space Season 3, Episode Number 6. We are making our way through the season. My name is Gabe Jones, host of Into Final Space. With me as always... Olin Rogers! Hey, what's up? Yo, creator of Final Space in the house with me today to talk about Episode 6. Of course, as always, if you have not seen this episode, definitely take a moment, go watch it. Uh, this is your last breather before we get into the the end of this season uh, as we move on to seven and beyond. So go watch this episode and come back and listen to Into Final Thoughts. We're gonna get right into it. Uh, starting off, I do want to talk about uh, the the Gary Kevin moments that we had. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so so what do you what do you do to I guess when you're when you're writing Kevin? Um, how do you how do you borderline that uh, that character of like he's like genuinely sometimes very very nice but always trying to it tries to be somewhat annoying. Uh, how do you you go into to your your Kevin mindset? Yeah, that's such a he's such an interesting character, and I think honestly, like I'm trying to think about the times that I've actually kind of like written dialogue for Kevin, and I think David writes most of that dialogue. <laughs> For Kevin, he he really knows how to write uh, Trivor and in, in, in Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I think better than me, and you know, I think that uh, it's just kind of like there for that quick kind of relief that's just slightly annoying, you know. And, and whether or not if it's if it's funny or or not funny, it's it's still an, an annoying, you know. And and I think that's the heart of the character is is that he's he's there's no filter to it. You know, and so I think it's it, this moment was kind of like, um, you know, kind of, kind of Gary off a uh, little off guard. You know, sure. he something he he could potentially lose Quinn again, and and in this moment, the only person there to kind of comfort him is is the person that he hates the most, which is <laughs> and uh, he gives in for just that split second. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's uh that's kind of like a really interesting kind of uh moment, you know. It's just kind of uh I don't know, it's kinda of nice. Yeah, and, and of course you have the uh the legend that, that is Fred Armisen, you know, voicing Kevin. What's it like, you know, working with him uh to, oh, to he's do great. He, yeah, he's he's he will do a line, I mean, twenty times. <laughs> you you will have to get him to stop. Like and he'll do it in every variation. He'll keep going and going and going and going and going. He's like, yeah, yeah, we got it. And then he's like, okay, well, I can do some more if you want. You know, <laughs> he's so eager to do it. And I think that the energy comes off in that, you know, performance whenever you see him. And um, in the short verse that you see him, like, it's just Kevin. You know, like, you, you, I can't disassociate Fred from Kevin at this point. Like, when I hear his voice, I'm like, 
there's Kevin, you know, <laughs> like, um, but he's great. He's actually like really, really funny in the booth and, uh, he'll take something and, and just run with it. So he, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of our, uh, our comedy, uh, dive in, into a little bit of our, uh, our tribe war and quattro back for this episode, um, at the prophecy, um, what does it mean? Oh, and what, who is Tim Belt speaking of? And, uh, and what can you tell us that's, uh, that's coming up for our, our father-son duo? Yeah, you know, this is such an interesting episode because it deals with kind of a lot of stories kind of converging at the same time. And, you know, the, the Tribor story is like you're actually kind of coming to the, the, <laughs> to the, to, to the end of their, uh, their little adventure here pretty soon. And it was kind of, you know, we got so much mileage and, and we got to do so many things because we had Tribor and Quattro Nostro. So anytime that I see him, I always get a nice little, you know, little breath before something intense happens. <laughs> so I like, I appreciate them for that, you know? Um, and I think, you know, anytime that I see their stories, it's even with me, I'm like, I, I want to watch the other stuff, you know? Yeah. And... But at the same time, you know, I still enjoy the the tribal stuff. So I think it's 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 just one of those things that you try to get as much comedy as you can out of those guys, right? And uh, so we can do the really dramatic, cool stuff and <laughs> the action and and you know the final space story. And this is like I think this is one of the last episodes where um, where we have that kind of sea story with Tribor. And uh, yeah, it's it's. I think there's only one, one more left. <laughs> so it's like with him, and and it's. Uh, but for the next couple episodes, you get to see a lot of fun, uh, fun A stories. Yeah. So it's 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 going to be good, and uh, I'm excited for these for these next couple ones. Yeah, yeah, and of course we uh, we talked about this as like uh, you know you want to to harken back to a lot of the things that we've what we've seen in season one, season two, and of course. You know, last season we found out about about the prophecy and about uh, you know Tim Belt's uh, late stage alcoholic. Yeah. Um. So it, it is fun to to bring that back in this episode and once yeah. again. And at the yeah. core of it, there is like a little bit of a story of yeah. kind of evolving with Triumph. Yeah. You know, and and I think it's it's really funny that there's just this prophecy. Um, there's a lot of these prophecies revolved around Tribor, but one of the, the funny ones is that uh, that he'll sprout into a fire elemental. I don't <laughs> like it. Would be absolutely hysterical to, to see that actually eventually happen. At yeah. One. But I think that the the cool part about Tribor stories, you kind of get a little bit of you know one thing that we really realized, and and we kind of you know we're thinking about season one and season two is like, what have our heroes, what, what, what have they done? You know, they, they've kind of have not saved anybody. You right. Know? They have been very heroic. <laughs> so it's like, what, we got to give, you know, somebody something heroic that they've done. They've done something. And I think we, we decided to give that to, 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 to try more in, in this little kind of funny, um, kind of obscure, a uh, little side story where he kind of is going to kind of, you know, rescue all the people that have been trapped in final space, not necessarily the team squad, but just these kind of aliens that have been trapped in you know, the, the deep, deep ocean of final space, you know? So I think it's, it's kind of a fun 
story to give him. And, you know, at the end of the day, he actually did something, you know, he's yeah. going to do something. So it's like, Hey, he, he actually saved somebody, <laughs> um, which is kind of a rare thing for, for our team squad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, of course we, we moved from the comedy to the, uh, the drama that, Final Space so well balances, and uh, we have our, of course, our, our two big stories from this episode with uh, with Quinn on one end, and then Ash on the other. Let's talk about uh, talk about Quinn first. Um, so she's, of course, finally uh, got the the chip, the Nightfall chip. Um, but I think one of the big things uh, seen a lot of uh, Fantrexians asking, and uh, I think heard you mention in the uh, in the BTS of this episode uh, of you know, the, that balance of where does Quinn begin or Quinn begin and Nightfall end and uh, how this, this question will affect Quinn going forward. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I don't think, you know, it, in, in my idea and, and kind of how I approached it was, you know, something kind of, um, you know, it, it was always leading to this, you know, yeah. and, and whether or not Nightfall is Quinn and, and Quinn is Nightfall is 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 the question, you know, and I think that she's going to kind of be um, somebody that has to kind of be a little bit. She's going to be a little bit different than Nightfall. Sure. She's not the exact person of that. You know, she's she's going on a different course, though there's still events that are going to happen that kind of transcend time and space, you know, and, and, you know, that kind of say, Hey, this is, this is kind of her, her destiny a little bit, you know, where you're kind of seeing events play out where it's like, could this have happened in nightfalls timeline or one of the timelines, you know? And I think that's, that's where you're kind of starting to see um, the evolution of Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting, you know, she's been such this massive character. And then at the same time we had her gone for, for uh, a season, but at the same time, you know, it kind of felt like she was there with Nightfall, but Nightfall also was her own character. So, you know, as a, as a viewer, it's, it's, we've, we've separated them at this point. Uh, You know, the Quinn of season one and season three and Nightfall of season two, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are interested to see how that is going to, to affect Quinn going forward of, uh, you know, who, who was the nightfall she'll become. Um, yeah. Uh, we also had Ash, uh, on this episode was, a uh, was obviously a major point. And we, uh, we met Invictus with, uh, that giant pink eye looking thing. Yeah. Um, do you do you want you want to dive in on uh, on Invictus real quick and uh, what kind of inspired that look? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's one of the we were trying to kind of dive into this idea that Invictus is the deeper you go into Invictus, there's there's a, a new look for each each kind of stage. You know, yeah. um, you have that Avatar image that you, that is so kind of iconic in, in season two, yeah. and then you, you see the the basically the energy being torn apart by this black hole prison and then once you go inside that energy there's something alive inside you know and obviously you know many people will probably kind of 
do the comparison of Lord of the Rings and and I think <laughs> that was completely you know, what it, I saw. <laughs> yeah. And and I think you know, it's 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 a cool comparison, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody was kind of like, let's go for the Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> I think this was like a natural, like, what if it's an eye? And you know, it's it's such a visceral image that I think it's uh it's it's a cool visual. And you know, I think once you kind of really see I don't think we've seen Invictus's true form. I think we're I think we're seeing the compact version. Yeah. A form yeah. that's kind of basically being ripped apart and and being forced to stay in a ball, essentially. Yeah. Um, and inside of it, there's something alive, you know. And so that's kind of what we're seeing in this episode is that Ash got pulled into this place and you're seeing kind of the inner sanctum of what this energy is. Yeah. And that whether or not it, it has a physical form, it's still kind of, I don't know, just creepy and, and kind of, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, it's, I like it. It, it, it definitely, was, uh, you know, that kind of harkens back to the, the first episode when we were talking about, you know, the, uh, the sickly nature of final space, um, kind of, and I mean, with, with Invictus being kind of the whole center point of, of, of this and the, you know, the true darkness we talked about going, uh, level by level deeper into into this this dimension of final space and how it just got worse and worse the deeper you go um i think it really gives a, a certain air a certain ambiance to you know when we're having these types of really really deep conversations you know with you know ash and invictus um you know of ash trying to figure out who she is and who she is among the uh among the universe i mean she's of course you know, the, the powers of Invictus, but she's, uh, she's a member of the team squad. Do you want to talk about that dynamic a little bit, you know, with her, uh, facing the, those, those two paths? Yeah. I think what you're starting to see with Ash is, is, is the beginning of a very big character defining arc for her. And, Something that's really cool that we that we've been trying to set up, and, and and I hope people have been seeing, is that you you're seeing kind of like the leadership on um, on the team squad, kind of doing decisions that aren't in the best interest for the team squad. Now, granted, these are no win decisions. True, you know, a, a split decision that you have to make is it safety for everybody, or do I try to save this one person? Yeah, and whether or not you you agree with those decisions, you know, I think that Gary tried to do what was best for everybody. And, but in that process, it sets up a little bit of doubt, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that doubt is, it starts off as kind of like a little bit of a scratch and then it becomes a scab. And then we're, you're kind of starting to, you know, it's starting to become an itch. And once you start to itch it, it's kind of like something where you're going to reopen that wound at some point. Yeah, and I think it's kind of a nice thing to to plant these tiny little things throughout, where you're kind of seeing that the kind of the the, the holy trinity, Gary Quinn, Avocado, are kind of a little bit in flux. You know, like yeah, being you're seeing basically you're starting to doubt these characters, and and something that that I really liked, and that I tried to do, or that we tried to do in in the, kind of the season was to kind of really set up the idea of like, what was a hero, you know? Yeah. And was the team squad, are they heroes? 
Yeah. What have What have they done? What have they saved? What have they? You know, they haven't done anything. They, and and really, at the end of the day, we think that they're the good guys. Sure. But kind of the, some of the best bad guys are the ones that you think, oh man, they could be the good guy in a different yeah. reality. Yeah. You know, really, you have this kind of on on Invictus's side, you have this guy that keeps Invictus trapped. Yeah. You know. Now the whole consume life across every <laughs> is the is the one caveat of hey there might be something else up with this thing but <laughs> you know there is something to Invictus and I think you're starting to see a little bit of uh, Invictus trying to manipulate and, and sow doubt in kind of the the crew and you're kind of getting to see that with I think Ash and it was such a cool. I think entry point into this and into that kind of idea. Um, And so, yeah, it's, she becomes the, you know, pretty much the forefront in the next couple episodes. And I think uh, it's, it's a really thrilling story and um, it's emotional. It's raw. It's, it's, it's got a lot of um, really cool energy to it. And actually such a great job in the performance, but, that was kind of the idea was, you know, kind of kind of really set up the idea of or ask the question, are our guys or is the team squad the heroes? Yeah. You know? yeah. And it, it felt like a cool angle, you know, to kind of tell that story and, and to pose the, the, the two paths, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was essentially the idea. Behind it. Yeah. And you you. Of course, we have, have Gary, who's been, you know, kind of framed as our our main protagonist since season one. And, you know, you see him go out of his way to to do things to help people. But at the same time, uh, just the, the, the failure after failure, um, no matter how much work he puts into, into it. And so you have this kind of posing Ash against Gary. It makes sense uh, from a strategic standpoint, if you're, if you're thinking from Invictus. Um, which I think is is a really really interesting way to approach it, because um, you you have also the another big section of this episode is uh, Gary taking on you know Quinn's pain uh, during her surgery. Um, do you mind just just kind of let's just chat about about Gary and you know for you who who is Gary you know at heart with all these these successes and failures? Yeah, you know I think Gary. I think this is a big character defining moment. I really do. I, I think that you're, you're, he's doing something so selfless in this moment. And, you know, we, we could go and debate whether or not, you know, it, it, it could be a thing where you just give Quinn the, the ability to, um, to kind of get through that, but it didn't seem plausible. Like she's so yeah. weakened by this sickness and she's kind of at death's door that, if she would have gotten through that, it would have been superhuman, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, she's not superhuman and awesome and, and, you know, amazing. It's just that at the same, I, at the same level, it's something where we want to kind of put, making sure that, that is, it comes off as, as realistic as possible, you know, like, and, and once you see her in pain and a drill going into her head, you would pass out in complete shock, you know? 
Yeah. And so in that moment where she had to stay uh, a kind of awake and she does kind of pass out, but it's like she could die. Yeah. You know, the pain is that painful that yeah. it's, it's, she's going to, you know, pretty much redline right there. Yeah. Gary has to make that decision where it's like, you know, is there anything we can do? You can transfer all that pain to you. And there, I really liked that idea because it, it connects him, you know, and it yeah. kind of, you know, it, it shows that Gary's willing to, to put everything he has on the line for, yeah. for you know, and I think there's something really powerful with that and whether or not people agree, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but, but I do think it's, it's, it's a nice moment and, yeah. um, it, at its basic molecule. Yeah. It's just a nice moment. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, to kind of connect and transition on, on that note, um, just for people that don't know, we usually record these episodes, uh, before the actual episode premieres on Saturdays. Um, but by the power that be of scheduling, uh, this week, you're listening uh, to us talk on, on the Sunday after the episode came out. And so I put on my Twitter, uh, which follow it into final space. If you don't already, so you don't miss out on stuff like this. Uh, and I asked you guys what you wanted to know from this episode. Uh, and so I'm going to dive into a couple of questions from that. Um, at Taterbots uh, asks, uh, how will Quinn and Gary's interactions change now that she's not keeping this secret from them? Yeah, I think when, that you kind of see the 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 wall come down in that kind of like brief moment. And I think you, that's what you're going to kind of see throughout is that, you know, there is nothing left to hide between them, you know, and you're going to kind of start seeing kind of that relationship, I think, really blossom in a nice way and and obviously there's some tough things ahead but i you know from there you just have to wait and see you know? yeah. <laughs> i think that's that's it at the core of it yeah yeah for sure uh another favorite of mine from from the questions that we got was uh from at fs rambles um we we've talked about kevin a little bit but i guess just to add to that um with hugh uh we've seen them you know i feel grow and uh and mature this season they had some of course really bigger parts in, in this episode in the last few um so can you, can you dive into you know how these characters have developed and uh and what we'll see with them going forward yes yeah, so again. <laughs> uh kevin and hugh uh have grown a lot this season uh what can we expect from them going forward are you talking about Kevin Van Newton or are you talking about Kevin? Uh, Kev- Kevin, Kevin, annoying Kevin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our robot many, companions, electronics. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, you know, I think that Hugh um, is, man, Hugh is such a great character. And, and you're really getting to see uh, Hugh back into the reins of his old job, you yeah. know, and he kind of, kind of still kind of figure things out. Um kind of using all this processing power, but, you know, kind of doing things that um, he's not used to doing, which is kind of, you know, asking for help, but also uh, kind of keeping secrets. You know, he's still having to do very human things yeah. that that uh, he's not used to. And I think that's all in the evolution of Hugh. And you see that he's kind of like slowly becoming a little bit more human throughout the, the, the course of the thing. And it's cool. It's cool to see, you know, Hugh kind of expand and grow and, Kevin, I feel like is is a, a constant. Like yeah. <laughs> you, will, you will never 
probably ever change. He is Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, and that is it. He's, he's a constant character. And there might be some, uh, we always try to give Kevin like one cool moment a season, you know, True. something that he's like, there, there's a redeeming quality to it. <laughs> and, uh, whether or not that happens this season, you just gotta wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, you know, to see all these, these characters kind of kind of grow and change and, uh, grow literally as uh as from uh Bruzzy four um the question that kind of rolls into into my last question for you uh the uh the reason for aging up ash and uh and talking about her uh her new design can you uh dive into that a little bit yeah i think i can't even remember the process of des- the, the, like what went into the design of ash um I don't know. I just remember David constantly saying it needs to be really cool and <laughs> um, something different with the hair, you know, yeah. like I, I just, I keep hearing that in my head. Um, and I know that there's like a few different styles and that I'm sure, you know, Devo could probably share or something like that, but I don't even know what kind of, it's been so long, man. Like, yeah. like it was back in like probably the, the height of the pandemic riot were breaking out. <laughs> And if you were to say, hey, what, you remember what went into the decision of the Ash design? I'd be like, <laughs> I, I remember cars burning in the street. That's that's what I remember. Yeah. Um, but I do remember, you know, David kind of really being a big voice in how that design kind of came through. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, the design is, is really nice, you know. Um, and I think I, I even remember the, the discussion of like, do we keep um, the one eye or the two eyes? Like it was it was something that we, you know, kind of had constantly discussed. And I think we ended up going with the two because of just the idea that, you know, the, the team squad always accepted Ash the way she was. Sure. And, and it is kind of interesting that Invictus wanted to change Ash. And so it, it was kind of like a nice... Um, a nice yin and yang, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like where the team squad has really accepted everybody, you know, like yeah. didn't matter who you were, what kind of weird aspect. I mean, they accepted Clarence, you know, Kevin is still in the team squad somehow. So it's like, I think they, they've accepted everybody with kind of open arms. And, and I think with that design, um, it says that there's, there's something going on, you know, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know we left off there with with Ash back on the uh, on the ship. What do we have uh, in store for episode number seven as we get to <laughs> the crazy yeah. ahead? <laughs> yeah, seven. Seven's an interesting one. It it really kind of takes it takes a really interesting dark turn towards the end of the episode, <laughs> and I think this is where you're going to kind of start seeing. Um, things really escalate and and the stake start to raise, you know, like they just start to raise and raise and raise and raise. And um, you're getting to kind of see the seriousness of where they're at and and the threats that lie around them and really how insidious Invictus is. Like Invictus is is pretty evil. And and you got to show that, you know, you can't just have a, a, a creepy voice talking into the, the abyss like you got to show like why is this a bad guy you know yeah and i think once you 
see episode seven, you're going to think, oh man, this is, this is a bad guy. This is, this is a threat. How do you defeat this thing? You yeah. know? And it's, it's, I think a really cool episode because you get it, you still get a lot of fun in it, you know, like there yeah. is some fun with the gatekeeper and um, at the top of the episode, it feels there, uh, there's some I, moments in there that I, I still laugh pretty hard at. And then it kind of, it's like a slow descent <laughs> to kind of darkness where you kind of really, by the end of the episode, it takes a whole different tone and shape. Like yeah. it just kind of gradually gets there. And, you know, you get a really, I think, powerful ending and kind of, you start seeing the evolution of the show as a yeah. whole. Yeah. I think this is, a, this is a kind of a, this is a good gateway into the second half of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, uh, I think that's a, a good way to bring episode six to a close. Uh, if you missed the announcement last week, um, we are transcribing into final thoughts slowly, but surely, uh, thanks to Steve or Isla Cyrus on Twitter. Uh, she is knocking them out. So the first two episodes uh, at the time of recording this are uh, available at gabrielwjones.com slash into final space. Uh, Olin, thank you for joining me on this one. Um, you yes. can give him a follow at Olin Rogers and myself at Gabriel W. Jones. Uh, and you can find us respectively at final space and at into final space on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, get ready fan check scenes. Cause uh, we get heavy to get on the next episode. So uh, we'll see you next time on into final space. Thanks guys. Oh, thanks.